Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by director and producer, Sunderland fan Gabe Turner. He was telling us uh, about his uh, love of Sunderland and his new documentary on Netflix. So uh, he popped in. Um, Martin Kellner uh, gave us a week of sport on TV. Quite darts heavy, understandably, after the week we've had. Um, we had a bit of a chat, Andy. You looking to come out of retirement, yeah, sports-wise? Yeah, a bit of a chat about uh, playing cricket and the right. thing I did last night. So, yeah. yeah. So, there it all. I think this will keep you busy. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And before we get underway, a little bit of breaking news. Not altogether surprising that Everton have decided to appeal that red card mm. in the Palace game in the Cup last night. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Well, it's not surprising, is it? Mark Housie didn't understand why Craig Pawson recommended his red card. I think, basically, if he gets overturned, Pawson should serve a three-game ban. He should. <laughs> he absolutely should. He's so desperate to send people off in the game against Brighton. When Gallagher yeah. committed two fouls, he could easily manage the game and just said to him, Connor, don't do that again. I'll have to send you off. Yeah. Whatever. But no, he couldn't wait to get him off. Well, the worrying thing is uh, for the Sunderland Newcastle fans, he's ref tomorrow and yeah. there's no VAR, of course. This is another. Right, I'll go the, for two red cards. This is another you. joyful way that the FA have ruined their own competition by having VAR when it's in a Premier League ground. Mm. But when it isn't, you get a game as big as Sunderland Newcastle with no VAR. And the tackles are going to be flying in. So yeah. if he's as overzealous as he was last night and has been this season, then mm. it'll be about six aside by the end of it, won't it? It could, it could be. Well, hopefully it'll be a good game. Uh, exciting occasion. Uh, I see the post office are to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Spice Girls. Have you seen this with a set of beautiful commemorative stamps? I'll tell yeah. you what I want, what I really, really want. Paula Vanell's to be stripped of her CBE. Oh, yes. And a lot of anger yeah, yeah, uh, aimed at the post office because of the yeah. uh, Toby Jones drama this week it's on been, ITV. Uh, it's yeah, been yeah. amazing. A terrible story. Talking of Paula Vanell's, the PGML should appoint her. She likes a bit of uh, injustice. Oh, OK, right. Oh, there's your satire. satire then. There's, of course, she's getting in the neck. <laughs> oh, three, seven, oh, not surprised. If you watch the programme, it's oh, not I surprising. I haven't watched it. <sighs> it makes you angry. It yeah. does make people angry. I've seen the letters and everything. People are not happy about it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about bidding. Don't for take the... it out on your postie, though, because it's got no. nothing to do oh, with them. Of course not. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Don't start having a pop at. Oi! I've never even met the woman. Don't have a. It's nothing to do with me. It's a completely separate arm of the business. Don't set the dog on me. Don't, come on, where will we be without our posties? That's true, really. Goodness sake. Uh, I'm not sure of people bidding for the film rights for the Luke Littler life story. It's not going to make much of a film, is it, really? Come on, you'd say that about Eddie the Eagle and everything, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, Eddie the Eagle, that was a much longer 
build up. There was much more against. Oh, the you don't odds. want to see the film next week. I'll give you that. <laughs> you just watch the film, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. You just watch the real thing. I just, I just don't see that as a film. Yeah. I can't see how that. It's That's too a short wide. a story. I, I just had a message from the Royal Mail. Have I you? thought, blimey, they've turned on me. <laughs> you mention us again, and we'll do you. It says. <laughs> yeah, oh no, it's, it's about a parcel that's turning <laughs> up sometime <laughs> today. <laughs> what timing that was! <laughs> Tremendous. Did you just mention our name? <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. let's hear from you. Yeah, you're probably aware of the Sunderland story. They decided to make... I mean, it is called hospitality, but there's hospitable and there's hospitable. There is turning uh, a box where a bunch of Newcastle fans are going to be into an anti-Sunderland box. It was such a strange thing to do. But, you know, somebody got it horribly marketing wrong. marketing person that doesn't yeah. really understand the product. And, you know. So, yeah, cheer up Peter Reid and all that was the mm. signage, which didn't go down well. But sometimes in life that happens. And you think, you know, in retrospect, mm. I think I probably read that wrong. So we'll leave it nice and open-ended for you. We'll take your stories this afternoon if you've done something or witnessed something in the uh, Sunderland-Newcastle executive lounge envelope. 03717 Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089 or you can tweet to TSHNJ. That's T-S-H-A-N-D-J. Get in touch this afternoon. Oh, yeah. And this, I'm a little bit concerned about, I mean, obviously there's a lot of interest. I don't blame the press, and we've been doing it as well. I don't blame the media for, for highlighting Luke Little. It's a wonderful story. It was a yeah. great final. Mm. But it's that sort of minutiae and the detail that comes afterwards. Like, they sort of photographed him like holding bags of Doritos, what's it, and a Yazoo. He's 16. Why would he yeah. not have it? What do you want him to have? A bottle of whiskey. I don't <laughs> get it. I mean, you know, this sort of, that won't make much of a thing in the film, was it? That's what I'm going to call the film, though. <laughs> Doritos, Doritos what, what's it, and a Yazoo. <laughs> it's like a sort of four weddings and a funeral vibe. It'd be great, wouldn't it? I saw that for the first time over Christmas. I'd never seen that film before. I quite enjoyed yeah. it, actually. I, I've got some Clive Murray's for you later if you want. I forgot to do them. The oh, really? Day. Were these yeah. were old masterminds? The, yeah, no, this was a celebrity mastermind from oh, okay. uh, from Christmas. I'll find it. See if I can find it. No, Fair enough. You want to do those later? I'll do them later. Let's see if you can find them later. What about that in yeah. Dermot Moynan's pronunciation of his name? <laughs> it's really upset you today, hasn't it? It's really thrown you. Oh, can I thank all the people that came down to the uh, pub in Chiswick last night to watch the TNTs? You did the footballs on? Yeah, the footballs Ian on. Stone, oh, didn't Ian you? was great. I mean, honestly, he was very funny. And he, I fell for him a little bit because he was in a room full of Chelsea fans and he got quite a lot of stick right. for his Arsenal affiliations. But yeah. So what was the, what was the format? I mean, I've, obviously, I've seen. I've, I've seen yeah. Show, but for those who uh, I've been on it. The yeah. thing is, I don't know if you had to sit on these stools. They were so. No, I didn't do a live show. These, this yeah, series yeah. had been live no, shows. No, this was a, this was in front of an audience, and we we all had stools to mm. sit on. Yeah, and I just and you know I had to wrap my leg around the stool to stop myself falling straight off. Been it. funny if you'd stacked it, and <laughs> landing right on your face. It would have been, been hilarious, would have been especially as there were cameras there. Yeah. I did actually because there was a question and answer section oh, right. uh, about Chelsea, mm. and uh, Dicky Attenborough was the answer to one of the. I was going to say he wasn't there, was he? No, he wasn't. No, no. tough booking. So for some reason, I don't know why I did this. I decided to tell Ian the story of my boxing coach and Dicky Attenborough. Wow, oh, uh, that was a massive error by me. Okay. <laughs> he absolutely slow. <laughs> Did it slightly die on its backside? Well, I wouldn't say that it... it I, I couldn't really give it the full context. You okay. Know, that basically, it was a you can't rush game. A, you can't rush a story like no. that. Well, it was a Bunbury game at Richmond. Beautiful place yeah. where they do Ted Lasso, where they shoot yeah. that right round yeah. there. And we should uh, point out before this, the, the guy that was with you, it was the workings mm. of a sick mind, wasn't it, really? Well, I wouldn't be as harsh to be as harsh to sick <laughs> Well, I don't... I don't I'm no, not, I'm you, not sure you'd say what he said to you otherwise. No, I know. It's true. Yes. The thing is... He, <laughs> 
I kind of feel you should tell it now. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. but we'll put it. We'll put so a anyway, bit, we'll Dickie, put a little bit of distance. Dicky knew it. David English, and he was there to watch the cricket. He came to watch the cricket. Dicky Attenborough, yeah. both late great, Dicky yeah. and David. And yeah. David, of course, had been in the film A Bridge Too Far. He had, yeah. He played cricket on there, yeah. cost him fortune. That's yeah. right, and it was a it was a great story. And he loved David, so he came along and he watched a bit of the cricket, and he was mm. chatting away. And I'd invited Simon, my boxing coach, yeah. to come and watch me play, and. Uh, I don't know, Simon had quite a lot of pent-up aggression. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a boxing coach. <laughs> he was. Matt, had you hit him? And former squaddy. And he said to me, uh, I don't know why he's looked at Dickie, he said, shall I go and hit him? Yeah. No, I don't think he said that, Andy. No, he said, what do you think would happen if I went and hit him? And oh, you said, and I think you said... Well, I think you'd be quite rightly arrested. <laughs> I don't even remember. But what's I thought the, he said, shall I hit him? What's the thought? Yeah, that's, that's the story I told on the show. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, that's no wonder then. You've made it much darker. It's much worse. And it's pretty but dark to start the, with. There's a bit of editing, so hopefully they'll cut that out. Yes, I think they probably will. <laughs> wow, wait. Who knows? Anyway, don't it's on tell next, that one on it's Piers on next Morgan. Friday. Oh, it's on so, next Friday, OK, minus yeah. the Dickie Attenborough story. Hopefully. That may be in the, <laughs> the, the after show section. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a bit psychotic about Chelsea? Did you did no, you behave yourself? Really. No, or? I was on I was on good form. I think. I'm, oh, okay. I'm much more patient than I I was. <laughs> what can you really? do? Yeah, two. No, it knocked I mean, out the cup at the weekend. Well, soon you know, change. It might happen. I mean, we'll see. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul's Manny Jacobs here on TalkSport. We're joined in the studio now by the director and producer at Fullwell 73, the company that brought you Sunderland Till I Die and Other Fine Work. Uh, they have made Captains of the World. It's available globally on Netflix at the moment. It's, it is the story of the skippers around the Qatar uh, World Cup. And, uh, yeah, Gabe's joined us. Good to see you, Gabe. Hi, guys. Always good to see you. Yeah, this, is, this was a, a huge old project, wasn't it, really? You needed access all areas, didn't you? Well, it was a dream project, really. Me and my brother uh, directed it together. Uh, and we had a much bigger team. In the olden days, when me and Ben used to do stuff, you know, it was with Leo and Ben Winston, and the four of us would just sort of get on and do it. And this was obviously a huge operation, and we had loads of people working with us. So it wasn't just the two of us, even though our names are there first. You had brilliant work from people like Neil Housley, Christian Cerami, and a whole wider team. Um, but it was a dream, right? When we grew up, we watched uh, From Charlton to Maradona on VHS. Mm. Uh, with Sean Connery's voiceover uh, and everything was shot on 16 mil f- film. And that's mm. really what we fell in love with football on. Uh, so to be there, to watch Messi win the World Cup, it sort of felt symmetrical. It felt like we'd sort of gone on this massive journey, made loads of content, but had finally made off from Charlton to Maradona. It just happened to be, you know, Messi's World Cup. And, uh, and you chat to all the captains from all the teams? Not personally, but no. yes. yes, in, yes the, yeah. in the film we do, yeah. Mm. I got winked at by Messi, which I have not <laughs> let my brother forget. Um, Presumably he's speaking in Spanish, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the whole thing is in everyone's mother tongue, so there's uh, lots of subtitles. Um, but it, it means that you get a better register. If you don't make people speak in your language mm. and they speak naturally, then you kind of get better content. So it really is a global play. It's not for any one particular market. I think it's been a huge hit in Argentina, unsurprisingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, it's just a complete joy to make it, you know, to get that kind of level of access and those cameras. You know, you've got like 115 cameras on each game. So when you're trying to hone in on a player, talk about the captain's story. Yeah. You know, like we talk about Simon Kiar. Uh, he obviously got injured, but there was enough cameras on him to tell the story of his game, even though he barely touched the, touches mm. the ball because he was trying to shake off his injury. You could still really hone in on him and really tell his story. And obviously we tell his story going back to saving Ericsson and then Ericsson taking the armband. And um, There's loads of depth in each story. We only really cover most countries once. Uh, but when we do, we try to tell the story much bigger than just what happened in Qatar. But, you know, when we do England, we talk about Greg Dyke laying out that 
idea of mm. 10 years before being like we need to be in this euros we need to do this and this final and so we try and tell the stories deeper we, we do a lot on gary speed with mm. the Wales story um so we really you know we try to really drill into the heart of the story of each country and then let it play out how many parts is it, or is it six, parts. six and, parts and i read somewhere someone was furious that we didn't have more parts no <laughs> one's more furious than i am <laughs> really have more parts but someone was absolutely furious that because we don't get to touch every team because you can't in, no in six episodes so like we don't touch belgium at all for example right uh, they'll probably thank you for yeah. that yeah. 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 morocco was a great story of course, morocco is incredible and and, yeah. and and i mean being in the stadium for that penalty shootout against spain i don't know any team up against Morocco that could have won that penalty shoot. It just didn't feel like you could score a penalty there. It, mm. the, the atmosphere it was so noisy and, and everything was pulling towards Morocco. And, um, you know, we were obviously with Busquets and, uh, yeah, sadly he missed. Yeah. Did, you, did you manage to get Hakim Ziyech smiling? It's quite rare. <laughs> well, uh, we got a little blink. <laughs> a, a little, actually, no, I don't think we did. But we got, <laughs> we got him uh, playing with the camera, which was great. I hope, well, I hope you cut out Salt Bay. I hope he's not in there. Salt Bay did not make the edit. Oh, You'll be happy good. to hear. I'm delighted. <laughs> this is good be happy news. To hear. He really tried to steal their thunder, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, really I think cool. it was an, a disastrous turn for him. I can't, yeah. I can't see it getting good. It was a PR yeah. gaffe, wasn't it, was it? in huge. line with Sunderland's yesterday. Yeah, well, we're, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to focus on the game tomorrow. Yeah. We need to win, and I think timing-wise, it's, it's a good perfect time. time to play yeah. them, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you say your company's full well 73, um, it's, I mean, for those that don't know, it's probably worth explaining why and how how you are a Sunderland fan because you're obviously not from uh, Wearside. No, so yeah, so um, my dad's family uh, there were sort of ten brothers and sisters, and they all came from up in Sunderland, um, and so uh, supporting Sunderland just got handed down through the family. Uh, and it was the one time all the family would be together would be to go to Sunderland games or talk about Sunderland, and uh, we obviously run the the company with my my cousin Leo, my brother Ben, and then uh, an Arsenal mm. fan and a West Ham fan in Ben Winston and James Corden. Mm. Um, but there's more Sunderland fans than anyone else, so the company's called 4 73 and <laughs> Outvoted. Correct, three to outvoted two. on everything. And yeah. each of the edit suites is named after players. We all had two or three players each, so there's quite a lot of Sunderland players and a couple right. of West Ham, a couple of Arsenal. Um, but yeah, the uh, Fullwell End is the end that we used to go to to watch uh, Roker Park to, to watch Sunderland play. And 73, obviously, is when we won the FA Cup. Um, and um, we're probably going to do the same thing this year, starting yeah, yeah. by knocking out Newcastle tomorrow and taking it all the way. It is a good deal. As we were saying, that, you know, Newcastle uh, dead on their feet, probably will make a few changes. It's going to be a great atmosphere at your place. So. Yeah, I think, I, listen, I think it's the game that we all, you know, we dream, we dream about. And, and it hasn't been for eight years. Um, I think we won six on the spin prior to that. We, well intending to make that seven mm. um, but I but I just think it's yeah if you it's it's something to experience just as a football fan yeah you know it's it's just an incredible atmosphere an amazing fixture and you know I I, I really back us I just I'm excited I'm quite interested to see Joe Bellingham because Jude Bellingham is absolutely brilliant he's amongst the top five players in the world you'd reckon at the moment but he looks a player from what I've seen yeah, him on TV he's, he's really yeah, good Joe, Joe, Joe's a real player I think he's younger and you can see he's still got a bit of a journey to go on but they've got really good coaches there I think look the, the, the recruitment you know at Sunderland at the moment is sensational what, what they've done to that squad the, the new ownership over the last three or four years the players that are there now to where we were when we were making season two of Sunderland till I die mm. you know um, it's really exciting we've got loads of players like Joe you know really young good players Jack Clark obviously is getting all the headlines yeah. at the moment but we got this lovely player Pierre Equois from, from West Ham who, who came to us and 
he's great in the middle of the park. Dan Neal, who came through youth system, Anthony Patson came through youth system. So we got, I just think we've got a really lovely squad, and and we play exciting football, and you know we we play good football. So I think we're a match for anyone on our day. I just hope that um, that Michael Beale's getting them fired up right yeah. now, and just. It's a big game for him because after mm. you know what went on, um, he's come to a new club and he wants. I mean, this would be a big statement victory. Get a lot of people on side, wouldn't it? I think if you win this game, you, you buy yourself yeah infinite time at yeah. a, club, a club like Sunderland uh, to win this fixture. So yeah, I think for for his sake, it would be great to get the win. But yeah. you know, I, I, I'm just happy that we're having a derby. You know, it's yeah. been eight years. I was fascinated to see Eric Gates in the paper this yeah. week. Yeah, it was great when a man's got the same. He's got the same hair yeah, he had when he played. He's but Gates, Gates and Gaviadini. I mean, that was that, that was the yeah. golden. You know, Gaviadini in the blue shirt. In fact, my, the, one of the greatest moments of my entire career was we won a Brit Award for um, a music video we made for One Direction, which was a fan vote. So effectively, you could have filmed anything. Mm. Yeah, you would have got it anyway. <laughs> so you don't, you, don't, you don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. But but Marco Gabbiadini slipped into my DMs to congratulate him. Oh, and I lost it. I, t- I mean, Marco was my absolute <laughs> idol. You don't have to go and stay at his hotel. I think he's still yeah. got it, Marco. I think he asked me to do his daughter's wedding. Oh, really? The video. I nearly did it. I nearly, <laughs> it was Marco. I nearly did it. It was a really arty wedding video. Yeah. Really fantastic. I nearly did it. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I would have thought, um, great, were you and your brother the only Sunderland fans in your school? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. no, actually, no. There were a couple. Oh. There actually were a couple of Sunderland really? fans in, our, in my school. Yeah, but I, very famously, we used to go to, the, in holiday time, we used to go to the Arsenal um, uh, community uh, sort of half-term yeah. coaching th- things. Yeah. And uh, we were on the front of a brochure once as the only people in Sunderland shirt, as an <laughs> Arsenal brochure for the community <laughs> soccer schools in a Sunderland shirt. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, there was a couple of us around, but not many at all. I'm quite impressed that there, there were two any, more. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. any more apart from you and Ben. Yeah. That is very, very it, impressive. You know, I, my son's now going through something similar. Um, obviously, oh, so you've made sure he's, yeah, he had, yeah, he's had he no has choice to. in the matter. That's yeah, good. He's had an agonising journey. Now he's now he's seven, and he's come to terms with being a Sunderland fan. Wow! Uh, there comes it's, it's a tipping school. point. My friend's son was an Evertonian in a, in a school full of Tottenham and Arsenal, mainly Tottenham and Arsenal, some Manchester United in North London. But you get over that hump, and he's now proper Everton goes to games all the time. He's just got to get over that little hump. It's tough love. I well, think. now he loves it, yeah, because yeah. he's peacocking, right? Everyone oh, yeah. else is wearing different shirts, the, the same shirts, and he's got a different shirt. And yeah. He's got coming asking him and, and <laughs> starting conversation with him. So now he loves it. But you know, it was, it was a tricky road when when you're trying to sell. Yeah, because he would there would have been times saying, "Dad, can I go and be an Ar- Could I be an Arsenal fan?" And you've got to say, "No, son, just, you can't." I'm yeah, sorry, no. I don't like to turn you down. Yeah, I, I, that was a, it. Was an interesting conversation with my wife where I was like, where she was like. Why can't you just get him a, another shirt? If he wants another shirt, get him another shirt. I was like, I don't really know how to explain that. I can't. I just can't do that. I was like, you can buy him whatever shirt you want. Yeah. I physically can't do it. And if he wears it, it'll be a problem. And I can't explain why. We should ask the listeners, were you the outlier fan? Were you the only fan of a club in your school? Put a bit of context on it. But we'd love to know how that played out. And... Uh, yeah, whether you toughed it out, I'd like to think you did. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH and J, 0371722344. Your mate blackmail his son with a kit, though. What's the that? The Everton fan. Oh, that was, that was, yeah, that was Dave. I was telling you before, he mm. was the one who sat his boy down and he said, I want to be I want to be a Tottenham fan, Dad. And he said, well, if you're a Tottenham fan, he sat him down in front of the Everton club shop uh, on online and said, 
you know, you could be getting that tracksuit for Christmas, that new shirt, that new Everton football. He said, but if you're a Tottenham fan, I can't buy you any of that. I'll never be able to buy you anything <laughs> at all. Isn't it? And he went, all right, Dad. But yeah, you've got to tough it out. Just yeah, well, that, I, it out. I went, I went <laughs> foreign shirts. I went foreign shirts. I said, you can have, mm. if, you, if, 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 it's, if it's too early for a Sunday shirt right now, you can have PSG, Real Madrid, and any pick any shirt in the whole world, <laughs> any international shirt, any club shirt, anywhere you want. Yeah. Pick any shirt. You can have all of them. Mm. Nothing in the UK other right. than Sunderland. And if you want Sunderland, it's home, it's away, yeah. it's tracksuit. Third kit. Oh, it's yeah. the oh it's fill your boots. <laughs> fill your boots. Yeah. Sadly, Excellent. my daughters are not interested in football. Oh, okay. I want them to be, but they're not. <laughs> so I can't, they, they're not interested either way. But So Captains of the World, Gabe, is available to watch now on Netflix. All six parts available to watch at your leisure, I guess. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love people to watch it. I think, you know, loads of great people worked really, really hard on it. We're sort of the figureheads, but really, so many people put so much effort into it and it's really special like the stories are really special and uh, yeah, there's some great music in there as well good stuff that game is yeah, live on TalkSport tomorrow quarter one kickoff uh, Sunderland versus Newcastle who are you guys backing for that game I think it I think could it, be a draw I think it, it might be a draw I think it might be one all mm. so back to their place do you, do you want to prolong the agony or do you want it dealt with tomorrow well, it depends if we win or not. <laughs> if we win, I'll take it tomorrow. Actually, I'll take a win any, any time. Are you able yeah. to get there? It's a long way to go. I, I'm actually not going tomorrow, which I'm embarrassed to admit. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, Leo is there tomorrow. I'm not there tomorrow. But... Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, enjoy yeah, as much as you can. Because it's going to be like a trip to the dentist, a game that important, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. But, uh, good to see you, Gabe. Thanks for Lovely coming in. Good to see you guys. Thanks. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We spoke to Gabe Turner earlier on the uh, film and uh, TV director of being a Sunderland fan mm. in uh, North Northwest London. I'm surprised there was even more than two with him and his brother in the score, a couple of others. But if you were if you were an outlier fan in your school, we'd love to know why. Stephen in Cambridge, I grew up as an Aston Villa fan in Cambridge, purely down to loving the kit, he says. Hmm. Most of my schoolmates didn't even know who Aston Villa were, let alone support them. So it could never be easy being the only fan in the school. Andy, what else do you have? Uh, what else? Sorry, I've got a couple of uh, Clive Murrays from you from Celebrity Mastermind. Oh, OK, yes. Now, this is where Clive gives quite bit... long explanations to the special subject. That's right. Mm. And the uh, specialist subject was the Dallas character J.R. Ewing. Yeah, wow. Yes, the scheming and ruthless Texas oil baron played by Larry Hagman in the famous soap from its premiere in 1978. Not Ewing Plumbing of Illinois. Oh, you found one? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I mean, that is a long time ago. You kind of need to explain. There's a lot in the kids next door. I'm looking at the kids. J.R. Ewing, mm. does that mean anything to you? Yeah. The producer, kind of. Nobody. I mean, well, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, people of certain ages would. in there. <laughs> But the kids don't know, yeah. do they? The films of Al Pacino. Okay, yeah. Yes, the yes. film roles of the, the Oscar-winning actor. What else would it be? Not the plumber Mike Pacino of Buford, Georgia, not Gorgia. Gorgia. <laughs> Gorgia. Guys and Dolls. Yes, the 1950s stage musical and the 1955 film with music and lyrics by Frank Lesser. Yeah. Not Guys Plumbing of Maidstone. No, that's right. <laughs> and finally, yes. the music of Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. Yes, the extensive and eclectic output. That was it. Oh, is that, I've written, is that it, Clive? Yeah. <laughs> he left you wanting more. I wanted more that time. Not Wonder Plumbing of Radler in Hearts. Quite okay. useful for yourself. Yes. <laughs> I just called to say I've got me rods and I'll be round in half an hour. That would be good, Wonder Plumbing. Excellent, wouldn't it?
Contract's been signed, sealed, delivered. You can have some fun with them, <laughs> couldn't you? It's that time of the year where the papers like to tell you what the new trends for 2024 are going to be. Uh, and it was an interesting piece in The Sun yesterday. And one of them was things on toast. <laughs> How's, that, how's that a trend? Yeah. That <laughs> can't be. Things on toast is a big trend. Scoffing toppings on toast will be a foodie fad, according to Asda's... 2024 people generally report. over the years have not put anything on toast, on top of toast, have they? So <laughs> yeah. that would be a new thing. But you've got to think past boring old baked beans, have not you? my words, or millennial favourite, avocado. Oh, yeah. Purse-friendly ingredients will be at the core of the bread-based, because you can't say toast yeah. twice, gourmet creations. What it's are they suggesting you put on top of your toast, then? Mushrooms. <laughs> That's it, is it? <laughs> Yeah, basically. Again, that's not a new thing, is not it? Not really. I've had that quite often myself. Now, joggling is a new thing. It's we across... talked about it yesterday. Yeah, no we one... had a joggler come on. Oh, no one's going to do that. Charlie Baker did it. Did he? Well, Charlie's quite uh, talented in that area. But uh, he is. Yes. <laughs> but no, we, 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 were, we had lots of jogglers we could speak to, and we spoke oh, really? to one yesterday. Okay. He's well, going to be going for possibly the world record. The world of yeah. joggling. No one's going to do that. Well, it's I wouldn't have thought so. Taking the world by storm. If you can juggle whilst eating mushrooms on toast <laughs> and in. do a marathon at the you're same well time. Um, we asked about names for the... I've had some quite good ones mm. come in for the Luke Humphreys horse. Andrew Baldy wants to name a horse after Luke Humphreys, the winner of the World Darts Championship. Um, 180. Oh, that's clever. That's good, isn't it, Ian from Southend? 180. N-E-I-G-H-T-Y, 180. Do you that's like that? That's good. I do like that. That's clever. Punny. Um, what other ones have we got? Uh, quite a lot of Luke, lot, a lot of Skywalker ones. People have gone down the star, the star, uh, hum, Humpty Dumfries. I don't think that really works, Jack. I, don't, I can't see that one <laughs> getting the not gig. A great name for a horse. Luke, who's it? winning? That's another one. That's um, not bad. But I think 180 will certainly be passing on to uh, Andrew Balding, because mm. uh, he's, he's, what's the other ones we got? I think uh, this one seems a bit, Patrick in Gloucester seems to think that um, that Luke Humphreys lost because his suggestions are fell at the last or pipped at the post. Mm. He obviously didn't watch the darts, did he? No. It's true. Uh, I was watching, I meant to mention this, I don't yeah. know if you saw Celebrity Mastermind over Christmas. I sent a, a text to uh, Ali Ross about this. Troy Deeney got naught on his specialist <clears> subject. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I said, I can't believe he got naught. He said, just wait. <laughs> because then Dana came up, the old singer. Oh, she yeah. got naught as well. Really? Yeah. All kinds of nothing, for those um, of you who remember a big hit. Ke- <laughs> Kevin wonders on to He says, did Andy Not actually Stevie type wonder. guys plumbing into Google? Yeah. Really? Of course I did. Okay. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that yeah. could have been, yes. It could have been a bit unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, says Kevin. <laughs> so do be careful. It's a very good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for your search history. Um, Dermot Murnan joins us very shortly. Hmm. Uh, of course, broadcaster, journalist, Guna. Yes, exactly. Big game at the weekend. I've been we'll looking be, uh, at little videos of the old show we used to do together during the break. Oh, did you used to? You two worked together, did we you? We did, yeah. Channel 4 Daily. Channel 4 Daily. Do you think you'll have happy memories of that, Andy? I don't think you'll even remember who I am, basically. <laughs> well, I barely do. <laughs> I barely do. So, uh, anyway, Dermot, uh, that's going to be a bit eggy, isn't it? Dermot, remember me, Andy Jacobs? No, thousand, audio thousand yards <laughs> there. We've got to try it. We've got to try it. Of course we have. Yes, I think I do, he'll say. Yes, yeah, how are you? will be polite, won't he? Um, of course he would. Mark of the man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. Yes. Are we allowed to say happy new year? Are we still not in the cutoff? Happy new year. Can we go for that? Yeah, I think just about. Uh, I'm getting my uh, own voice back on me at the moment. Ah, that's better. Yes. I think. Ah, good. I'm not being muted your end. Ah, okay. All right. Are you okay now? Is that better? Yeah, that seems absolutely brilliant. Um, Yeah, I've been following all the drama on uh, Sky Sports Mm. uh, all week. By which, obviously, I'm referring to West Ham versus Brighton. What a great game. <laughs> oh, what a game that was. <laughs> what it? a game that was. The game, a game too far, wasn't it, really? I think it, was it, was, the, it was the Christmas match too far. Yeah. No, it, it totally was. Um, but but been watching all the darts. Mm. And the, the interesting thing about the darts is the way it sort of changed attitudes through the week, you mm. know, as we saw Luke Littler's progress. I was watching it earlier in the week um, with one of my daughters, and she sort of uh, looked at the screen and said, poof, Look at him there, drinking from his water bottle like it's a proper sport. <laughs> and I thought, by, by the time we got to the final, what time does it start? What time does the dart start? <laughs> oh, really? It just completely changed attitudes. It was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, I mean, I normally would follow the darts anyway because, um, you know, I, well, we all you were preaching to the converted on, on Talk Sport and obviously it was, uh, was covered all week. Mm. But, um, yeah, very highly enjoyable. Enjoyed the commentary as always. You, you miss uh, Sid Waddell, uh, although there was one good line I caught, which was uh, talking about Luke Littler mm. um, and how difficult he was to be earlier in the week. Um, one of the comments says he's as tough as a Kit Kat that's been in the fridge. <laughs> that's and I thought, well, that sort of summed it up because it's you can't break. You know, it's, it's saying he's unbreakable. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that, that's yeah, who, so who gave thought, us that line. Do you know? Can you remember? Um, you can probably look? Dan Dawson. I would oh, right. Think. Okay, it's a good uh, one. He's a good line. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, Dan's uh, been on the show and, you know, he's um, done loads of stuff on TalkSport over the years. So yeah. it was good, you know, and it was, uh, as they described, it was a brutal match of darts. Yeah. Um, the uh, And we, we saw the uh, retirement of the ref. That was interesting. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Ross Bray, yeah. yeah Ross Bray. Mm. I didn't realise until, you know, following it closely on, uh, uh, on uh, the final that he was an actual referee. I thought he was just the guy that said, 100 Forty, <laughs> and I was I was wondering. I thought, you know, in this day and age, there would be some technology that would automatically mm. count. The fact that there's still a, I mean, that's one of the things I like about darts. I mean, it is quite. We can all play it in pubs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and they've stuck with a guy who just comes over, peers at the board, looks at where the darts landed, you know, which sometimes not entirely clear whether it's inside the wire or not, and then gives it the old, you know, 140 uh, and all that. But he is the referee. Now, I've never seen, you know, the referee, other than tossing up the scores, does the referee in darts actually do anything? Does he have to go point. to the screen? Is there a fault? He doesn't have to go to the screen. Paul had no. this theory about Russ Bray because he has got that 180. He's got yeah. that very distinct well, Last voice. night when he finishes, he'll just go off stage and I'll go, excuse me, <coughs> oh, that's better. Oh, I think a million dollars. It's, Hello. I mean, there was a fascinating piece with Russ in The Sun the other day telling he's had a he has a really interesting life. Um, yeah. But he did admit that uh, the, his voice is down at the fact he started smoking when he was 10 years old. Oh. So, kids, if you want to be Russ Brave, I'm sure Russ, Uncle Russ would tell you probably not to follow the same no. route from that point of view as him. But, no, no. He, had, he had all sorts of jobs before yeah. that. Yeah, often uh, great voiceovers are heavy smokers. He was a motorcycle outrider in the police. He once uh, was yeah. a, an outrider for Frank Sinatra as he left the Royal Albert Hall. Wow. Yeah. I do it my way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He pulled way, over David Essex for speeding. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm wrecking my voice. Yeah, don't be doing that. <laughs> He's a big West Ham fan, Russ. Yes, so he's brethren for you. Uh, you hands. <laughs> yeah, stop doing that, Andy. You're going to ruin your voice. It's bad enough as it is. Yeah. But no, he's um, a lovely guy it, as well. It was, he is a lovely guy. And it was, uh, it, it was brilliant. Also, I heard you on the other day about the uh, talk, uh, the walk-on music. Yeah. The uh, the Dutch guy. The Dutch techno, um, yeah. That, the Dutch um, techno was interesting. Yeah. Barry but Van Peer's music was, was yeah, quite something I do else. miss the, uh, I do miss the music that you described as, you know, very much in the uh, Sweet Caroline envelope. Yes, because you know, I know I know what they are, yeah. and I like it when somebody walks onto Eye of the Tiger. Mm. I feel comfortable. I know where I am. Yeah. Um, Luke Littler walks on to something by Pitbull. Yes, who I gather is quite. Uh, oh, the kids love him. Well, that probably did twenty people. years ago. Mm. Uh, have we got the oh, Berry Vampire music? We still have it. I mean, oh, yeah, uh, for those, that. I don't, yeah, we might have a little yeah, burst yeah, of that yeah, in yeah. a moment. No, but the coverage. Yeah. I, I saw one or two people on social media bemoaning the fact it wasn't on terrestrial TV. Well, I think, you know, you, this guy who put a lot of time, effort and money into <laughs> promoting the World Darts Championship, I think they deserve their moment in the sun, really. It's their event. I mean, it's yeah. their event. Without Sky, you know, the PDC, the whole thing wouldn't exist. If you know the history of it, that is their event. Sure. There were, I mean... Yeah, and they've tried to uh, compete on terrestrial TV yeah. with the BDO, not quite worked. Um, sadly, Freddie Truman's no longer with us, or they could bring him back to say Alf Sithy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes no. with a Yorkshire dartboard. Um, well, let's bring you a bit of Barry Van. You're like this is it's a real toe tapper, Andy. This is Barry Van yeah, um, walk on music in the it. darts. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hasn't got going yet. Here we go. There we go. Let's go. <laughs> So yeah, um, as you say, yeah, so right. it was brilliant coverage. It's, I don't sound like an old granddad. <laughs> oh, sorry, that call is, that me. I can't believe you just said call that horrendous. <laughs> yeah, this is oh, still going. That's the bit. That's, that's the bit that's music. Yeah. Um, well, it didn't help him. He lost, didn't he, to Damien Hetter? No. So it didn't do him any favours. Well, good. So it was, quite, it was yeah. quite a music when the, when they were, when they were talking about the retirement of Russ Bray, who, as we know, has had this fantastic career. They said he's going to be taking up an ambassadorial role. Yeah. Now I don't know whether this is at the United. Nations. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot to sort out, hasn't he, at the yeah. moment? <laughs> hell of a lot to sort out. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was good, and I enjoyed the yeah the whole build up to it. The uh, music there was uh, retrograde mm. by um, I can't remember who it was, but it was it's called Retro- James Blake. Oh yeah, Are you familiar yeah. with that? James yes, Blake, yeah, yeah. James right? Blake. He's been in to see us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, has he? Was yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Oh, we've had them all in here. Oh, they've all been in. Well, I know. Oh, yeah. All this week, we sometimes <laughs> play clips of them. Yes. Uh, yeah. You had Whispering Bob in, didn't you? Oh, yeah, did. yes, he was on this week, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been, we're saying it's been huge for uh, for darts, this this tournament. And I would imagine that the the Premier League darts, because Littler's playing in it, mm. they're going to get big, mm. much bigger audiences than Sky would normally get. They always get big audiences for mm. the Worlds because of the time yeah. of year. This was on. their biggest audience ever. It was but fantastic. I imagine that the Premier League darts is now going to get a much bigger following, which is great. Oh, yeah, we definitely will. I mean, I know a lot of people have advised uh, Luke Littler not to take, you know, so he needs a rest from it. You know, mm, That's what the I power mean, the was saying is... to us yesterday. He thought they might keep him out of the limelight for a year. He'd, yeah. be, he'd be invited but not say yes, but... He's thought, why not? I mean, I think he's decided to seize the day. He said, didn't he, Luke Littler, that I may never get another chance. No, absolutely. Uh, And if you want to watch out what else I've watched, obviously a bit of terrestrial football. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's difficult, isn't it, with the third round of the FA Cup? I think, you know, there's a lot of talk uh, amongst the pundits pundits and uh, Roy Hodgson was mentioning it as well. Are having respect for the FA Cup, which which kicked off with Palace versus uh, Everton, which wasn't a great match. No. It was better than the West Ham match, but it wasn't. I mean, brilliant. who would have thought Palace versus mm. Everton on a Thursday night after straight after Christmas wouldn't have been a real humdinger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is the problem, isn't it? Now mm. I bet even even Spurs Burnley, yeah. which is on ITV One, whereas mm. the Palace match was on ITV Four. I can't imagine that that's a you know that's a in the third round of the FA Cup, whereas it might have been you know in the Premier League mm. you know it might have been a, a bit of a magnet for audiences I don't can't see anybody getting excited about that even I do like the, um, the match sorry Martin I do like match of the day third round of the FA Cup when all these commentators you've never heard of it's their big moment especially there's an <laughs> yes. upset and then, then they get a chance yeah that's right well that's our, our old friend BBC Radio the great, Shropshire or something uh, the late great John Motson got thrust into the mm. limelight wasn't it when uh, Hereford beat Newcastle without that win without that game Motty it's true his career would have it would have been a, maybe a slow burner he was very good so he would have made it somehow but some that can happen if you get a big giant yes. killing suddenly you're the first you're the first commentator on match of the day yeah, indeed. I mean, children in need is the other thing where you can uh, you can get a bit of uh, exposure. Also, <laughs> something else I noticed about the Palace Everton match last night mm. was that Sean Dyche was wearing a jacket a size too small for him. Was he? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was he was it was press studs, 
and he was having problems sort of getting mm. the press studs to stay stuck in. But I mean, it's not well, as bad as Michelle Moans. You think he put a bit of weight? Put a bit of weight on Moans. Put a bit. Well, he's wearing a shirt. Have you seen that? Sh- I mean, you used to work in the devil's outfit. That's the least of his problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think uh, Michelle Moans' husband's tight shirt is probably is the least of his problems. <laughs> yes, you might be. You might yeah, be right. Yeah, yeah. But I did see somewhere where they they um, there was a piece on darts. Well, there's been a piece on darts everywhere. Yeah. Sky had a Sky News, which obviously I, I tune into all the time because my uh, daughter works for yeah. one of my daughters works for um, they had a whole programme, 7.30 last night, the Luke Littler interview. Wow. Uh, yeah, Frost I mean, Nixon, isn't it? Well, it was. Much. It was yeah. unbelievable. So, I mean, every, uh, there was an article which said, um, was talking about darts and putting you up, bringing you up to date with the language yeah. of darts and saying the the the, the uh, outfit to wear is a t-shirt that's two sizes too small <laughs> and when you look at them they do all wear a t-shirt yeah. a little bit too small they're a bit but fitted aren't they they never used to be back in the day the sort of jockey wilson Leighton reese era a bit like yeah. the football shirts of that era they were a, they were a, mm. you know they were a bit yeah. more forgiving as a fit well that's right i mean and presumably some of the darts players they just start out they're not they haven't got tremendous loads of money to buy mm. new t-shirts all the time but you know as i say michelle moan's husband she's <laughs> have enough money to buy a shirt that fits. yeah i imagine he probably he would, would. I mean, imagine he a little would. bit political well that's the main yeah. takeaway from this section I think. <laughs> so martin uh, are you back tonight to entertain kuala lumpur and, and other i am indeed yeah I'm you could say we were scraping the barrowman yeah i might use that so. one later people want to hear it again yeah. If you want to hear it done properly, <laughs> between <laughs> one and six, not his fee, yes. the time he's on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return on Monday, uh, and Danny Kelly will be back as we look back over the FA Cup weekend. Sorry? Can't do all the games. Oh, not every game. We'll have to, I think we'll have to cherry-pick some games. Maybe we should chat to Danny. We haven't spoken to him for a while. So. No, no, no. And we'll have games that night. We'll have Manchester United that night as well. So uh, we'll have a good look at the FA Cup uh, and lots more besides. Do hope you can join us. If not, as always, the podcast will be available from around four. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.